This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Talk Tuners. Lately, I've been making some positive changes in my life, but it definitely wasn't easy, nor did it happen overnight. With the help of talk therapy, I've been able to grow and unlearn behaviors and beliefs that were causing me to feel stuck. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. And special offer to Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash Steph and Steph. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash Steph and Steph. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Hello, Talk Tuners. Welcome to Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes, episode 26. I'm Stephanie Myers. What up? Stephanie Pena here for 2-6. Man, we just keep crunching these out. This is awesome. We do keep crunching these out. We do keep crunching these out. That's Props to you. Props to you. Props to you, girl. Props to us. Thank you, <laughs> Talk Tuners, for keeping us here. So excited to keep this going. Like we mentioned a year ago, we got a lot of stories, man. We got a lot to talk about. We ain't done we yet. <laughs> Hang on we with do. us and keep up with us on this ride because it's it's a good time. I'm really yeah. enjoying this. Yeah. We got a good You're show gonna, today. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about today. It's just, you know... Opening, to acknowledge what happened in March with the passing of Taylor Hawkins of the Foo Fighters. You know, we just <sighs> makes me really think about what his passing just means for the rock community. He was one of the all-time great drummers. We have musicians coming out of the woodwork to just acknowledge him. When he passed, I had recently finished Dave Grohl's uh, memoir a few weeks mm-hmm. beforehand. It was it's called The Storyteller. It's really Mm. good. Folks haven't gotten the chance to read it yet. But he has so many Taylor stories in that book. And he just talks about how he thinks about him as a brother. And he, Dave put him in line with his relationship with Kurt, with Kurt Cobain. And now I just think about what that means for Dave to be mourning both of them. And I just, yeah, it just makes me think about how uh, drugs and addiction have colored rock music and who we've lost over the years. But that sentiment is also just connected to part of what we'll be talking about today, really. Yeah, no, um, absolutely tragic. I mean, wow. 
I woke up. I was like, huh? I got the NPR notice on my phone. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Wow. Um, sh- super talented, of course, way too young. And yeah, I mean, you're on point stuff. I mean, to think about loss, losing two of his brothers. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. And yeah, drugs have definitely colored rock music for sure. All music, all entertainment, period. Yeah. Entertainment. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, for one thing, you can say, yeah, the, the creativity it brings, because there are some drugs that do that. You know, let's be real. Sure. Um, it, it, they're done for a purpose for all different types of reasons. And some use it for creative purposes to really yeah. expand their minds. And it's um, it's really sad um, that we lost Taylor Hawkins. And, uh, but the music will definitely, uh, live on. I'm curious to know what next steps will be for the Foo Fighters. Um, you know, I was thinking this, yeah. I was like, well, you know, Dave was a drummer. Will he, yeah. will he find another guitarist and be the drummer? You know, right. um, I don't know because it could happen. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, go back to his first love. As we all know, he was the drummer for Nirvana. So, um, yeah. So definitely, um, thanks for bringing that up because Taylor Hawkins is very important um, to the rock and roll community. And um, it's been interesting to see just the outpour from entertainment in general. Like I saw a really touching post from Juliette Lewis on Instagram. Um, and that was really cool. Um, she has a band as well and she played with Taylor yeah. Hawkins, but just talking about how humble he was and cool dude. And I also saw, I think it was on NPR, maybe CNN app, whatever. Um, but when they were in, um, Bogota, Colombia, he was, he took a picture with a, a young lady was a fan who like found out that they were there and she waited outside the hotel and yeah. And uh, she's an aspiring musician. And so she got to meet Taylor Hawkins before he passed. But uh, I think that's she'll crazy. treasure that. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the picture's cute. Y'all definitely Google that. It's worth the Google. Yeah. Picture. I think about how I, um, so you and I talked previous episode, we'd seen them several times. Um, I saw them most recently within the year here in LA and it was really neat um, you know, most bands, it's like the lead singer is kind of the one who does the singing. But Taylor got to do Somebody to Love, Queen's Somebody to Love, like just middle of the show. That was his thing. And it was for this past tour. There's been a lot of videos yeah. shared of that on different stops um, since his passing. But I just remember it was so cool being in the audience and being like, oh, man, like, and he's so good. And I love that they gave him this opportunity to be like, yeah, you drum and you do this and you're amazing. So that was mm-hmm. a really special memory to be able to see that. And it's kind of rare for bands to be structured in that way. But I know he and Dave had this really special bond and understanding. So, yeah, you know, Taylor had beat his addiction before. And um, I think that's what's really sad is um, that this came up in this way and the tragedy that he that he passed in this way. So I just always just give a kind of moment of silence to those folks who are no longer with us. Cause it's, um, you know, it's a sad time. Yeah, it is. It is. But, um, again, we'll see where, what happens with the Foo Fighters, all amazing musicians with a lot, a uh, lot more to give. So it'll be interesting to yeah. see what next up are for the band for sure. Totally. And again, that sentiment is connected to part of what we'll be talking about today. Um, today we're going to be talking about the Ramones classic Rockaway beach. One, two, three, four. Rock, to rock away, bitch. Up on the roof, out on the street, I 
very cool song. Very cool song. Yes. <laughs> we got a lot of fun facts about the Ramones. We got a lot of fun facts about that song. We have, of course, our memories and stories connected to the song, which is uh, what we do and what we hope you enjoy. But for those who are unfamiliar with the Ramones, hopefully uh, you know this. They all took the last name Ramon. They were cultivating their image. They're not all brothers. Mm-hmm. I've realized not everyone knows that. But it's interesting how that name came about. I don't think everyone will know this in Talk to Neverland. But they took the last name Ramon um, for each band members as a tribute actually to Paul McCartney, who had used the last name uh, Ramon as a, like a pseudonym when touring before the Beatles became huge. They said, well, this is our little <laughs> homage. And I thought that was really cool. So that's where they decided to be like, cool, we're all the Ramones. What's up? Paul McCartney just bust out like in all random places and, you know, and just pop music. I mean, like his relationship with Michael Jackson, you know, yeah. it's just like, bam, you know, like they're besties, <laughs> huh? You know, well, not anymore, right. but you know, that whole saga there. And then this, random. Random, <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like, oh, okay. And you it. don't feel, yeah, I feel like people don't always talk about that, but I thought that was pretty neat. And it yeah. really took them as it's like, okay, we're going to be this band. And Joey had famously, Jerry Ramon famously talked about, Hey, we were looking to be a straightforward pop band and just realized, well, I guess we have too much grit for this, which is really <laughs> funny to hear about one of the best punk bands ever saying, yeah, we're actually trying to do something really melodic and beach boy like, which we'll get to, um, <laughs> which is very funny and very wonderful, but Rockaway beach is a song is off the Rocket to Rush album in 1977. It was actually the highest charting song that the Ramones ever had. Really? While they were together, which is That's crazy. That I wouldn't neat. think it'd be this one. I would think it'd be I a agree. one sedated. Right? Totally. I mean, that's what everybody knows. So. Totally. Weird. Cool, though. A little Love surprising, it. right? Mm-hmm. And it was uh, written by Dee Dee Ramone, who they said was the only quote-unquote beach person in the band. <laughs> And he wanted to write a Beach Boys-like song. And then, yeah, Joey again said, yeah, I wanted to be his pop band. We were too gritty for that. So this is what we ended up with, which I love, too, when bands want to start as one thing. And they're Mm -hmm. just like, well, maybe our calling is actually something quite different. In this case, it was quite different. Absolutely. Right? Couldn't be more different. Nope. (laughs) And, you know, they're so iconic. They're like the forefathers of, you know, punk rock, you know, it's like, wow. (laughs) Oh, right. That's, that's awesome. You just want to be a pop band. Now we're just going to be like one of the biggest pop punk bands ever, you know, start this. Yeah. Start this genre. Right. That's awesome. Exactly. Exactly. There's some really interesting facts that we found on loudersound.com. So when DD decided to write this there's the background that rockaway beach was his favorite hangout growing up he escaped Mm. with his mother from an alcoholic father in germany they moved to new york when he was 15 and he saw rockaway as a big amusement park and he's like this place is kind of my private escape which i thought was really neat it wasn't like i'm just picking a name out of a hat and gonna write about it he's like no this has real meaning to me and then Johnny had said subsequently, it's a surfing type song, so we need to get a surfing sound on it. All right, that's cool. It's it's surfy in a way, I guess. Is it? I don't I guess. know. 
talk tuners tell us because I don't see it as surfy <laughs> at all. But right? that's cool. I love it. <laughs> right? I think that's hilarious. Surfy. Right? It's, I know. It's the drugs. It's the drugs. That ain't surfy. I know. It's like, oh, okay, well, it's upbeat, but I don't know, surfy. But yeah, they love the Beach Boys. And then it was funny because later on, Mike Love of the Beach Boys did cover it. So what? I kind of feel like it came full circle at that point. And he loved that, those beach pop songs and really kind of intended on writing those. But yeah, Mike Love did cover it. So I thought that was pretty neat. What an honor. How cool is that? I love it. Yeah. That's so awesome. So I think probably Dee Dee was excited about that. I'm sure they were all excited about that. Um, as folks may know, not um, all of them are not with us any longer yeah. as far as original members. Um, by 2014, there was four original members and all of them had died. Um, Joey passed in 2001, Dee Dee passed in 2002, Johnny passed in 2004, and then um, Tommy Ramon passed in 2014. So sadly, there's no more of the original members, yeah. um, but the legacy lives on and we'll get to that a little bit too. But Dee Dee actually passed of a drug overdose in 2002. But just connecting the dots for folks, you know, we've seen just so many lose their lives to addiction. And it's just this really tragic thing. Um, but yes, Dee Dee died of a drug overdose. And then Joey, who I think most people would probably know is the main face of the band, uh, passed yeah. of lymphoma. So they really, yeah, it's like, it's it makes me sad, right? That they're all four members just no longer in this realm because they just created so much and it contributed so much. You know? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, they are, I mean, it's, it's the Ramones, you know? And again, it's not the Ramones. It's just Ramones. Correct. So people always think it's the Ramones. No, just Ramones. Yeah. They're too I'm cool for the, the. Yeah. I'm sure even as I speak, my sentence structure and nomenclature is probably adding it. Just oh like, my gosh. just like uh, the Eagles are not technically the Eagles. They're, mm -hmm. they're just, just Eagles. Eagles, but it didn't last for them. So, true <laughs> facts. No oh, English. <laughs> right? That, that um, is nuts. But I know they're one of your all-time favorite bands, and I know you have some fun things to share about them. Yeah, so Ramones, y'all. Ramones! Definitely one of my top three favorite bands. I see Ramones, I think New York. Ramones is New York. And when I was a kid, I was introduced to this band at the tender age of eight after watching Stephen King's Pet Cemetery in the Dollar Movie Theater. And I was so over the moon, um, big horror fan. Um, and what makes me like horror, maybe okay with it, because of course I get scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's part of part of the like. But as a kid, I was like, this is so cool because I get a little scared. And then there's really fun music to it. So like I really fell in love with Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, especially like Dream Warriors, Dawkin, you know, they did the, the, the song, and I'm like, yeah, this is Fun, you know, um, and then videos came along with it, right? So, and I talk about me loving the MTV, loving the videos, and this video is on point. And I love Pet Cemetery so much that I want this song played at my funeral or celebration or life or whatever the hell happens with me because I never want to live my life again, like it says in the song. Poetic, <laughs> po fucking etic. 
I, I, I mean, I'm just so cool. Anyway, I'm totally joking, but it, legit, I really do want this. Oh, this is going to be my celebration of life song. So, and also I love dogs, you know, and I really don't want to be, if anybody's seen the movie, you don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery because you ain't going to come back right. You know, you, you definitely don't, that. you're not going to come back right if you're not. So, um, as Steph mentioned, you know, where I'm mentioning New York, they are from New York. They are from Queens, New York, Forest Hills to be exact. Funny thing is, is that our last episode, we were talking about Dolly Parton and how we saw her perform at the Queens Forest Hill Stadium a couple, you know, years back, whatever. What is it about Queens? It's like the most bizarre part of Queens. As Stephanie and I mentioned, it's like suburbia. It is. It, yeah. It's not like, it, it's not Manhattan. It's not the Bronx. It's yeah. literally like suburbia. Like people can have cars there. It's crazy. Yeah. Super yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's uh, a nice Ramon's, area, but yeah, it's very yeah, it's so weird. I was, I thought, I thought it was weird. We were going up there to go see Dolly Parton, and then yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is where the Ramones are from. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. You know, um, New York evolves all the time, but it's always been a suburbia area, right? So Lord knows what was going down on the streets back in those days in the '70s. So you know, um, the band actually came out with their first album in 1976, but we called the birth of punk 1977. So, um, you know, definitely Ramones were all up in the lower East side scene. They are, you think CBGB, I mean, it's no longer around, but you're always going to think about the Ramones because they were always there. They were one of the staples. Um, you know, as far as going back to their recording of their first album that came out, um, in 1976, $6,400, um, to record that. Tommy Ramon said the agenda was simple. Basically, they wanted to eliminate the unnecessary and focus on the substance. That's what he said back in 99 about their first album. So, you know, punk is definitely very minimal. You can have a punk song that's a minute. <laughs> it's just about, it's about what they want to say, noise, aggression, groove, whatever you got you and done. <laughs> you know, totally. a, a punk song that's longer than three minutes, there's something wrong. That, that's just not punk. So Rockaway Beach Man, this song, back to what we're talking about, this song gets me hype. Did not ever think of it as a surfing song. Still really flabbergasted that it was their you know, their biggest hit on the charts. Cause I I just my first song was Pet Cemetery, but then and then after that, immediately, and all I heard after that was I want to be sedated. That was the constant. So, um, man, you remember Jared Leto did, I want to be sedated on my so-called life Whoa. in 1994. Don't remember yeah. that. Whoa. Check out that episode. Y'all. Awkward. What is his name? Jordan Catalano or whatever uh, right his on. name was. Right on. <laughs> yeah. We can see Jared Leto in his beginning stages of becoming a rock star on my so-called life performing. Wow. I want to be sedated. So anyway, a <laughs> little side note there. Um, and you know, just, the Ramones in general, you know, I wanted to live in New York since a very, very small child. And they were one of the reasons why I wanted to go because I just see the music scene. And it's just like, yes, it's is intense. It's fun. Hell yeah. So, um, you know, really happy that I was able to fulfill that, um, that want. And cool thing is, is um, the second time I left New York, because yes, I, I, I jumped twice. The second time I left New York, Stephanie and I actually got the opportunity to see a Ramones tribute at the Queens Museum. Mm -hmm. And that shit was dope. 
So you had tons of paraphernalia. You had videos, even had a little watching area where you could watch some of the, their concerts, sit down, you know, check that out. They had old equipment. They had art. One thing in particular in regards to their art and like concert paraphernalia is that they had a poster of a concert tour poster of when they toured with New York City's own white zombie. And I'm like, holy shit, this was 95. My head explodes, y'all. Y'all know I'm a metalhead. I love the Ramones. Like, they're, I don't, I wouldn't have survived that show. There is no right? way I would have survived that show. I would have done something real stupid. I would have, stu- you know, stage dived or something. I mean, oh my God. Wow. Could you yeah. imagine the energy, Stephanie? I, I don't even like I try to imagine what that would be like and what that crowd would be like too, right? Because it's kind of like well, yeah, because they're old you and know, new, you know. Absolutely, and you know, punk and metal—they're—they're they're definitely. I'm a, I'm, I'm a product of it. I absolutely love fucking punk. I love metal. They definitely coincide a lot, you know. So the crowd, yeah, would have been old and new, and then you know, just oh my god, beautiful chaos. <laughs> oh, I like beautiful that. chaos. Oh my God. So never got to see him live. Definitely. Um, you know, was not able to do that, which sucks, but I have a homie named Sherman. So Sherman, if you're listening, what up? And got to give you your acknowledgement for being the lucky duck that's seen him like 5 million times. That's amazing. I know Sherman is from Queens and he sounds like Joey Ramone. I told him when I met him, I'm like, you sound like Joey Ramone. And he's like, I'm from Queens. And it was just great. Anyway, that's my (laughs) homie, homie for life. So definitely jealous of you, Sherman. But and, uh, I had to throw that out there. Um, you know, one thing that I did get to do um, with, as Stephanie mentioned, there are no, um, you know, original members, uh, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately alive at this time. But one of the members that came in between um, their cycle was Marky Ramone. And Marky Ramone, um, in 2016, he put out a book called Punk Rock Blitzkrieg, My Life as a Ramone. And it was a a tour that he did a book tour and he actually stopped in Austin and that's where I was. Um, And they did, of course he did a Q and a, you know, read some from his book, gave signed copies, but also with it, they showed um, the movie that the Ramones did, um, you know, rock and roll high school, which is a musical comedy. Have you seen it, Stephanie? I have, and I have something to share about it. Once you do. Awesome. Well, this movie is fucking hilarious, y'all. PJ Souls is in it. PJ Souls is an icon. She is a scream queen. She, um, you guys have seen her in a million different movies, but probably the one you're going to recognize her in is uh, Halloween. So she was, I would say, the the second lead woman character other than Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, yeah, everybody loves some PJ Souls, and this movie's hilarious because it's basically it's basically PJ Souls is a big Ramones fan and she wins tickets to go see them, but somehow her principal takes some something to that effect and they have to they have to rally against the principal and the school and the Ramones get involved and they end up blowing up the school. It's hilarious. I know this sounds like, oh my God, out there. It's out there. It is so dumb and great. <laughs> it is awesome. So stuff, what do you got to share? I'm curious. So uh, recently it was playing around here in LA. It was playing at Alma Draft House. They had a rock, oh, nice. um, rock themed month and uh, they're playing it. And my friend and I were talking about it and he was like, you know, I don't think that movie could have gotten made today or definitely not received in the same way with like, oh, the school exactly. blows up at the end. Cause like things yeah. didn't, you know, Columbine yeah. wasn't a thing back then. 
Right. And unfortunately now, like the proliferation of everything that's happened, I was like, yeah. oh man, yeah, that's like, it was a different lens back then too, because it was, it was just like, oh, this is fun. And it I was, was like, just oh, youth rebellion. Yeah. Right. Like, it's, oh, it's crazy, you know? So I was like, yeah. I was talking to him, I was like, man, that's a good point because talk about how things have changed. I was like, I wonder how modern audiences would receive that today. But I love any kind of movie that just involves the band because um, yeah. kind of the more over the top, the better for me in terms of that genre of mm-hmm. movie. It's precious. Everyone you needs know. to check it out for sure. But yeah, you're on point, Stephanie. I didn't even think about that, that we could not remake <laughs> that movie. Mm, maybe get a 0% on the Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> They're like, ah. They're like, sorry guys, we can't do this. Not happening, not happening. But yeah, it was definitely a uh, a movie that was not ill-willed at all. It was just Teenage Rebellion. Yeah. It's a comedy, y'all. Check it out. It's funny as hell. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, there's there are like my memories there, but we have a specific memory regarding Rockaway Beach. And I'm going to let Stephanie kick this off. We do have a specific memory with Rockaway Beach. Love to share our memories connected to the music on this show. But I was thinking about how we were like, okay, we're going to go. We're going to go to Rockaway Beach. It's the summer. It's New York. Freaking fantastic. And I think it was your idea, Penya. It was like, all right, like fantastic. Like I'm all in. So it was like a Friday afternoon um, to get there. It was Friday time. It was Summer Friday, yeah. Summer, summer Fridays Friday. are a wonderful phenomenon in New York. We usually the office will like close down for the afternoon. Both of our workplaces it just closed. It was like, ah, great. Okay, cool. So we um, at that point you had to board like train and then a bus to get there. So we took the A down. We're taking the A train. We're like, all right, man. And it's a long. New Yorkers will know this. That's a that's a pretty long ride. Like if you're coming yeah. from Manhattan, that's you're going to sit there for a while. So you're on this train, then this bus. And it was, you know, back when also Rockaway Beach hadn't really undergone the transformation that it had gone through today. So post-Hurricane Sandy, um, now it has kind of hipstery food joints and music, live music, all that stuff. During the Ramones years, and even during when we went, which was like circa 2006, it was pretty Mm -hmm. gritty um, as far as beaches go. Like it was out of the way. And I was traversed to some of, New York's other beaches, but still like a very New York beach and probably not, maybe not what the rest of the country would think of in terms of like a traditional beach, but yeah. that, you know, it's kind of like part of the charm. Yeah. I mean, guys, okay, let's paint this for folks that don't understand New York and beaches. So New York does have some great beaches, Coney Island, um, Brighton beach, fun. Yes. But I'm not trying to wear a bathing suit and get into the Atlantic Ocean just to turn around and, you know, sit in the train and dry <laughs> off. It, it just doesn't work that way. Unless I had a car. If I had a car, sure. I'd do that. But if you're just talking about, like, if you're living the city life, pretty much 10 out of 10 people aren't going to be jumping in um, into the Atlantic with their bathing suits on unless they have a grand plan. Totally. Um, because it's just, it's literally go and what you got, you know, kick it. It is the, um, it's an urban beach. I mean, I got it's a legit beach, but it's just urban. You're just, yeah. It's like, listen, most of us got to hop on a train and it, it's not really that comfortable to think about sand in your toes on your train ride. Cause it, it takes quite a while. I think it, this train ride was about like, what, like an hour at least. I, yeah. Like, and that was the train just to the bus. 
Right. And I remember like we get to this bus, right? And we're like, all right, like now we got to get on this bus that's just, it was kind of this crazy ass bus. It's like careening on this loop we had in our minds. We're like, already this makes a lot of sense that the Ramones would write about this beach. Like see it like kind of like very far distance, but it's just like this endless freaking bus. So it's like pretty close to the water. We're like, do we get off at this stop? We're hearing like conflicting announcements about where to get off. And all of a sudden this bus is freaking back on the highway, like heading elsewhere. At that point, we're just like, shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, and this was like pre-Uber. It wasn't just like, oh, it dropped off. We're like, God, like what? Camel was yeah. great. Google Maps wasn't on point at this time, ladies and gentlemen. We were just like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like we had the subway train and I knew the last stop was far Rockaway. <laughs> I was like, so we got to get off context clues, rock away. So it was like, cool. And then I just remember us being lost and I'm just here, rock, rock, rock. <laughs> trying to keep us happy because I know you're pissed and I'm pissed and we're thirsty and hungry. And I'm like, rock, rock, rock away, beach. And the Ramones are with us. They're going to get us there. Joey's going to get us there. Dee Dee will get us there. Um, yeah, we're like, we're going to get there. Yeah, just we are there, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get so we're all in beach gear too, right? And we just fully geared up to the beach. At this point, it's like, yeah, that bus is now taking us back, like to where we came from. We're like, God, are we gonna wait for like another bus? Like takes back out. Like what the hell's going on? So like, spied a dive bar like outside the freaking um, freaking bus. Decided to hop out. We're fully geared for the beach. We don't even care. We're just gonna like have a drink call it good that was like our we first did. foray where we like toasted <laughs> to the idea of like we're in the neighborhood of rockaway beach it was just like okay okay Maddie. yeah this wasn't just a dive bar it was a dirty old man sandbar <laughs> ladies and gents dirty old man sandbar so yeah so i mean so check it out so steph and i really had no reassurance that we had hit the rockaway beach we knew we were in the area we knew we were by the ocean but it just it didn't have the same welcoming like Coney Island does. Like, you know, you're in Coney Island because obviously yeah. you see all the amusement parks, you see all totally. that. But this is very desolate. This was not developed. It was not developed the way it is no. now. So we're just like, okay, cool. You know, it's not the place to be, but there's a dirty old man sandbar. We didn't know it was dirty old man before we walked up. We did. But we found out very soon, maybe like 10 minutes into our drink. And some song came on the jukebox and you had this dirty old man got all excited seeing me and Steph and our, our young 20s being like, new meats here. This is great. Oh, hell no. This is called chug a beer. Get your ass back on the bus and go towards civilization because no, we ain't having this. We ain't having this. I ain't going out like this. We We're ain't going, going out like this. Like this. <laughs> oh, no. The Ramones did not appreciate that. Good reading of oh. the situation. We're not going out like this. Yeah, fuck it's no. not how it ends. <laughs> I remember we just got our asses back to Brooklyn. We were just happy. Streets are numbered. We know where we're at. <laughs> I was like, cool. It's my stomping grounds. That sounds good. And I was like, oh, man. Like, what a freaking day. Uh, oh we couldn't God. even have a drink in peace because it's like freaking weirdo, which was a whole yeah, thing. yeah. But you know, in true New York fashion, we took it. We take things as they come. We take the blows, and we're like, it's fine, and we're gonna continue to party on. And we sure did party on. Um, yeah. and uh, yeah, it was it was quite the time. I haven't been back. That's the one and only time I've been to Rockaway Beach or the area. Um, but Steph, you you've gone back since it was developed, and that's cool. 
That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I've gone back to Rockway many subsequent times after that. It was really built up um, later on um, to be this touristy place. And to your point about New York taking the blows and coming back, um, that's really what happened with Rockaway when Hurricane Sandy just absolutely devastated it and the whole community around yeah. it. It was very, it was very, very bad. It was in really rough shape. Um, I had yeah. gone to volunteer there shortly after the hurricane. I just remember driving past these huge piles. Um, there was just piles. I couldn't make it out. They were the size of houses and they were just illuminated by the ocean. And I was like, wow, wow. what am I even seeing? I looked closer. I realized this was all stacked up debris from structures that had been just totally annihilated and were now bulldozed into these piles just to give people a picture of what had happened to Rockaway Beach. So the community really did come back from that in terms of making uh, Rockaway a destination again, making it bigger and better than it was before. And now mm -hmm. when you look at it, there's these festivals um, there's a lot of great food. It's, uh, when it's, when you're able to go to it, cause in New York, it, you know, you go to it in the summer and not the winter <laughs> when it's summertime. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of great seasonally appropriate activities happening there. And that was really intentional after everything that had happened to mm -hmm. rock away. Cause it was, yeah, it was in very bad shape. So I'm glad to wow. see that now it had come to this, I think probably what the Ramones had even envisioned. Rockaway Probably. Beach as and what young Didi when he said this is my paradise was thinking yeah. of he's like well now it's this paradise for so many people which I thought was really cool um, and then cool. to close that kind of amazing little loop and have it all come full circle in 2013 there's a radio ad campaign to use Rockaway Beach the song to uh, bring visitors back to the shorefront after the hurricane's devastation I thought that was a great tribute and a great idea and I think Dee Dee would have really approved of that. Yeah, man, that is awesome. I love it. I have to go back. So y'all, Coney Island is my favorite place on earth, but I definitely, when I go back to the city, I will make sure that I go to Rockaway because now it's developed and I'm all about giving, uh, you know, helping out the local communities, you know, because again, guys, when you're going to go to a beach in New York, it is a trip. You are not, it's not like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go into the city for like 30 minutes and have, you know, and go buy this real quick and whatever, hop on the train. It's not fast. You are making a day out of it. This is what you are doing. So you're making a full day. Exactly. Exactly. And I hope people understand it's like, okay, I'm going to come kind of give my, give my commerce and give my tourism to the revised Rockway Beach. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So Stephanie, I see that you are wearing our shirt. Oh I, my goodness. I am wearing our shirt. I uh, realized, Stephanie, we've only talked briefly about it on the show, but we now have our merch up. You guys yes. can find it. It's very exciting. This is by by listener request, so I do hope folks enjoy it. Uh, we have it up at stephaniestalktunes.com. If you do want to pick up a shirt, I'm wearing the loose women's tank. We have unisex shirts. We have men's shirts. There's um, even pint glasses, mugs, cool color changing mug, magnet, whatever kind of floats your boat. We do have, I think it's a pretty good cross selection. I think even a little pet shirt, if you want a pet shirt. So yeah. definitely feel free to do that. We appreciate you listening either way. So of course, mm -hmm. no pressure, but I know folks have said, we'd like to know. We'd like to know when your merch is up. So we're letting you know. We're letting you know. Yeah. Exactly. And we, we aim to please. So we have variety. We're all about variety. Um, we understand that everyone, uh, you know, when you think of memento, some people like shot glasses, some people like t-shirts. So 
thanks for your support. Really just want to get our, uh, our name out there. And thank you so much for, uh, for the demand. That's something that I did not think would ever happen. So wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Talk tuners. It's awesome. Cool. Yeah. So great. And it's always just thank you guys for listening and subscribing. You can find us on good pods. Please rate us there. It really helps our visibility. If you want to yeah. also rate us on Apple podcasts, we're there. And of course, just pretty much any uh, platform that you're on, but yeah, rating and uh, following does really help. And of course, as you know, on uh, socials, all of them. All the socials. I mean, all the socials. I mean, IG, FB, TikTok, you know, find us on Twitter. Um, our handle is at Stephanie's Talk. But for IG, FB, and TikTok, you can find us at Stephanie's Talk Tunes. So, um, and also email us, man. We got the Gmail up. So I would definitely want to hear from some New Yorkers. I know we got yeah. a lot of New Yorkers who listen. So tell us your Ramon story. Be cooler than us. But <laughs> tell us about a fun time that you did not find the dirty old man bar at the Rockaway Beach and just had a great time. And I want to hear about this. So, yeah. But uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah, I'm going to go enjoy my day and maybe clean my house to some Ramones because yeah. it makes me happy. This is Stephanie Pena. I'm out, y'all. Peace. Good stuff. Stephanie Myers out. See you in two weeks. Bye.